Um, for those of you who uh, are, are watching on the, the web stream, you're welcome to participate uh, at, at home if you have somebody there uh, that you can meet with or talk with. But uh, what I'd like us to do for uh, the next 40 minutes uh, of this first session, something very simple, uh, but I'd like you if, if, to find one person that uh, preferably somebody you've never met uh, before. Um, if we run out of people you haven't met, then somebody maybe you've, you know, but you've never really sat down and talked with them. And I just want you to divide the time equally, you know, about 20 minutes each, and just share the, some of the highlights of your story and how the Lord plucked you out of darkness and how you came to know the Lord and how you are, where, where you are now and, and how you got there. Uh, so, you know, it's very simple, but uh, at, the, at the end of 40 minutes, uh, about 9.40, I'll, I'll come back up here, and uh, I just want to, I, I want to talk a little bit about why this, that, that activity is so important, and also about a couple other, uh, other a couple of other ways where this idea of the unity, unity of the faith, we can put real practical feet to, uh, to just, you know, where to start to, to begin uh, growing together as the body of Christ. So uh, let's go ahead and, and do that. Just try to find somebody that you've never met before. Uh, and in, in, for those of you on the, uh, the live web stream, during this time, uh, again, if you, if you have somebody there, more than likely at this hour of the morning, uh, it's people you already know. So, uh, but uh, we're going to we're going to be playing last night's session uh, uh, on the, the, the live web stream. So you'll be able to watch that now at, at about 10, uh, about 940. We'll come back in. And uh, so it, it'll interrupt that session. So if you're in the middle of watching it, uh, but you, you can continue watching it uh, because it's on the it's on the website right now. Um, you know, just real quick before we break up into our groups, the, uh, you know, last night we, we went after the pride issue pretty hard. And uh, that's because it's a pretty big issue, you know. And, you know, sometimes we got to get back to the, the, the basic foundation of the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And because if, if that issue of pride, if, if we don't realize how serious of an issue it is, then it's hard to, 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 to really build something back up that needs to be built so that it, it stands firm. And so we went pretty hard after the pride thing last night. And just for those of you who might be watching for the first time this morning, uh, if, if you're, you're going to be watching last night's session. But when we realize the depth of the issue and, and how serious it is and how much we truly need God's mercy, then that provides the foundation for relating to people that are coming, we're all coming together on that one common denominator that we all started off as sinners uh, going to a very, very bad place and that God intervened in our lives. And when we start with that common denominator, then it actually provides a, a way for prideful human beings to actually come together irrespective of their, their background. From the looks of it, uh, it looks like everybody's really connecting and, you know, when, when, uh, <clears throat> 
when you get to, when somebody starts to share their story with you, um, it's, pretty, it's holy ground in a lot of ways. And I love uh, just, I love hearing people's stories and I was actually just listening to Jeff's story out in the lobby and, and you know, all of us uh, are just people that are trying to, to make it through this, this life sometimes. And, uh, you know, the, the Lord, he, he plucks us from the darkness. And all of us, you know, somehow you end up in a certain place at a certain time. And, you know, uh, you, this guy, Jesus, somehow you meet him and encounter him and your life changes. And then there's other people that's happening to them, too, in different places, different times. And they end up in different uh, situations and and now it just happens you know by the by the leadership of the Lord that all of us at this conference are in the same room um, I've I have found that just the holy ground of listening to somebody's story goes a long way in disarming a lot of things uh, suspicions you know if Especially if, if you relate first to somebody uh, on what group they're a part of or what their theological background is, what school, right? The first, you ask them a question and their first question is, well, I went to the seminary. Like, suddenly, whatever article you read about that seminary or whatever, 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 right? Now, you've, now that's, you're, they're, you're, you're, you can start to paint a picture in your head of that person, right? And, and it may be that that person... They were just, uh, they were just a, 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 there was a guy who worked at a restaurant and was whatever, whatever, and just happened to, it was a, a guy from this particular tradition that led him to Jesus, and he wasn't trying to, like, align himself with a certain <laughs> tradition or a certain, he's just a guy that's trying to get free from sin, you know? And, and you know, I, it, it's just, uh, it, hearing somebody's story goes a long way to showing, to building our confidence in Jesus's leadership in the midst of all the other crazy things that happen under the umbrella of Christianity. And um, just, uh, I, I remember uh, a couple years ago, there was a, a, a guy that, you know, I, I was getting to know and respected him. Most, in most contexts, though, I had heard him teach. I had heard him uh, speak. He had written some books. And he was a friend of friends, and I was starting to get to know him more. And, uh, you know, sometimes he would say some things, and, and I knew, you know, it was coming out of zeal and passion for the truth. And, you know, you know uh, but I, it was when we sat down for breakfast one morning, and I got to hear his story. And he just began to tell how he was this goofy street kid that got into fights and all this kind of stuff and somehow he came to know Jesus and then he you know just started telling me that that a lot of the a lot of the the differences and the struggles that I was having because of I was relating solely to him on the basis of what he was teaching and this and that that I found my heart starting to love the guy <laughs> right and my heart becoming tender towards him so this is, I just, I just want to say that 
practically, practically, one way to take what we're talking about is find somebody that it, maybe even somebody, you know, you've struggled with in your heart for some reason and talk to them, go have a cup of coffee with them, go out for a meal with them and ask them to tell their, share, to start sharing your stories, right? And it's amazing how fast people will open up. And I guarantee now the rest of this conference, whoever you met with, like it's going to be a little more special when you see them now. I mean, it's not like you know known each other forever, but you have a bond there. That's one practical way that 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 in in a landscape where we have thousands of denominations, um, where we're trying to we want to get clarity. Where we have we can't just throw out issues of truth. We have to discuss truth. Obviously. Not every message is equally true. So there are truth issues that we, we have to go after. And in the midst of it, there's also processes. Sometimes the, the journey down the road to truth, different cars are different parts, they're, far, they're different places on the road. And sometimes the road is dusty and there's rocks being kicked up in the windshield. <laughs> And our car breaks down, and that road to truth and knowledge is sometimes bumpier than we like to be, and that produces humility in context of the pursuit of truth. It doesn't mean we're saying there's no truth. We're going after truth. Different people are different places. And so uh, wanting to bring that love and search for the truth and let that let the humility of the Lord and... Uh, uh, the humility of the Lord and the recognition that the Lord is leading his church and we can have confidence in him to do that well, bringing those things together so that we can love each other, be patient with each other. Somebody may be one place down the road wait, and, and others, uh, you know, a little bit, they're not quite there yet. And the Lord, you know, when, when somebody here wants to start getting prideful about something the Lord's brought them into, all the Lord has to do now is just kind of tap them on the shoulder, right? And say, remember, remember when you were that guy? And suddenly you're like, oh yeah, like you're not, he's, he's definitely leading you in truth and growing you in understanding of the truth. And it takes time to kind of get false paradigms dealt with and, and, and shift our understanding in lots of things. But there's also mercy for the person who's still at this place on the road. And one practical way of kind of trying to gain that heart to bring those things together is sharing stories. Uh, about the, our testimonies and just realize, man, the Lord's really patient. Another way is if you have, if there's somebody that, that kind of tweaks with you, I find if you can find a secret way to give them some money, that really helps. I mean, you can pray, you can pray. I remember there's this one guy, like for some reason, he really just, he'd speak and he'd really tweak with me. And I don't know if it was a personality type. Maybe our, we were both kind of similar personalities or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm, who knows, maybe, I, maybe at the inside he's thinking the same thing about me. It's probably, you know, whatever. But I just realized, man, I got to get a breakthrough in my heart because Jesus died for this guy. And whatever disagreements I may have with him, like I need to seek his good and seek his well-being. I don't have any money. I have a little money. But I want to give sacrificially. And so, like, I find that, man, give a little bit of money to the guy that tweaks with you a little bit, right? And he realized, like, Jesus, God, you know, a lot of, if anybody has something to be tweaked about, it's probably God with the things he sees on the earth, right? And yet he still gave a son, 
right? And he sacrificed his son. That's another practical way, like if you're struggling with trying to love somebody from the heart, despite personality clashes, teaching styles, whatever, whatever the list are, the things that human beings get tweaked about, giving a little money uh, sometimes helps. I remember, uh, you know, John Harrigan and I, when we first met, you know, John, John's been a, a big influence on a lot of us here at DTN. He's a gifted theologian. Uh, and, and what I remember when, when John and I first met, we clashed a lot. You know, we both, I mean, we had some really intense encounters, and we were relating mostly to each other at first on the, the level of ideas. And it was just, it was intense. And uh, finally, John saw the light. No, I'm just kidding. No, just kidding. Actually, you know, probably more, more of the, more of the, the, uh, the opposite. But I remember one. I just, you know, it, it was just kind of tense. We were trying to figure each other out, and and uh, we, we, you know, we finally kind of, we had a shuttle ride one time back from, you know, we were in Kansas City at the time, and we kind of still, you know, but I remember the break. He's one of my best friends now, and the breakthrough came when I was getting ready to go do a. Con- speak at a conference in Minnesota, and the Holy Spirit just kind of nudged me, why don't you take John along and ask him to come? And John ended up doing some teaching too, and that plane ride, I got to hear the man's story. I listened to his story, his testimony, and realized, like, this guy, he grew up in an underground house in Arkansas with hippie parents that went out, like, grew up giving him marijuana and LSD trip and he was in college and he just he was on an LSD trip and demons were attacking him and he walks into a college meeting one day and the Shekinah glory is in the room and he's like whoa and he can't even think straight and the fact that he's a gifted theologian is not I mean John if you're hearing this I mean the fact that John's a gifted theologian I know it's not because of John right (laughs) Just like anything that God gifts any of us with, it's by his mercy, right? It's, by, it's, it's nothing to boast in. And so now, you know, still sometimes when John and I talk, you know, sometimes I have to like humble myself quite a bit and my guess is he does too. But there's love there. There's love there and we're working out ideas on that level. And I realize, you know what? If God is producing fruit, John just wrote a book. If God's producing fruit through that, I mean... Praise God, may that bear fruit. And I know that that fruit is by the testimony of God because God took a wicked man and is producing fruit through him. And the same for all of us.